Hey, Race to Rise fam. We're Rhonda and Renee, and we are back with a dose of R&R. What's up, girl? Nah, Happy just... August. Happy birthday month. I it's a know. very special birthday this month. Countdown to Sporty 40. I, I, I still find it hard to believe that I'm going to be 40. Like, I mean, because you look like you're 28. <laughs> girl. I appreciate that. But no, seriously, like the like there's this quote that my cousin bought me um, as a gift when I had Chloe. She got me this mug <clears throat> and it says the days seem long, but the years are short. Mm-hmm. And I, I genuinely feel like that. Like I remember I moved here in 2008 at 26 and now I'm like, I can't believe that one, I've been in London for 14 years in October and two, like, like I'm going to be 40. It's nuts. Girl, it's amazing though. I mean, and it makes you think to yourself, like sometimes I say to my best friend back home, I'm like, what is time, right? Yeah. What is time? And what is time right now in the world we're in, right? Like if we think about our journey and our career, it's like 2008 financial crisis. Then mm-hmm. you were in Asia, but there was this European sovereign debt crisis in 2011, 2012. Then yeah. 2016, Brexit. Then 2020, yeah. pandemic, both the real medical pandemic as well as the racial pandemic. And now here we are, 2022, Russia, Ukraine, climate change, inflation. I'm literally like, can we live? Like, I Monkey don't know, a steady year. <laughs> yeah, monkeypox. I'm like, yeah, monkeypox. Like, I don't even know. Like, and it's it's become such a big issue, like a bit of a crisis in my home state in New York, in New York, New York State, in New York City. So, yeah. you know, like I said, I just feel like it's all. There's always something. There's absolutely always something going on. But to you, to your point, maybe it's because I was just in my early twenties, bright eyed and bushy tailed. But I feel like before 2007, 2008. No, 2008, 2009, everything felt right. Like, you didn't hear about massive pandemics. You didn't hear about, you know, recessions and, you know, whatever the president did was, what you know, it just, it wasn't, things have just been chaotic ever since. So we're just trying to make it, girl, trying to make it. No, I know. And it's just the news. Like, in one sense, I want to stay up to date, but I'm not going to lie, like, this past weekend with the whole Brittany Griner um, and the fact that like, you know, the decision has been made to sentence her to nine years. Um, and what I think is just a bit heavy handed and unfortunately wrong place, wrong time, given the political backdrop and what's going on with Russia and its relationship with the world. Yeah. It's just really sad. And there was a real that I sent on my story or shared, I should say, where, you know, one of the basketball players is just like, what do you want us to say? Like, obviously we're traumatized and unless you want to see us cry, like by you asking us the question, what do we think? It's a bit, it's like, you're triggering it. And I, and I it's feel jarring, yeah. right. But it's hard, right? Because it's like, I've talked to some relatives who I'll leave nameless and they're not as uh, distraught, I should say, um to how I feel with the news in some cases they're like well she should know better because she's in a country that's quite heavy-handed when it comes to possession irrespective of quantity and I think that's a bit harsh so I I'm of two minds and we've discussed this I'm of two minds um 
look, I, I do think it's exceptionally extreme. I think even a year would have been too extreme. Um, I, I think it's a lot. And, you know, what breaks my heart sometimes is when you see in the news, like the few and far between photos of her, like being escorted into the courthouse and stuff like that. She literally looks like unwell and traumatized. Um, in the same breath, and this is why I'm kind of of two minds. So I will start by saying, I think she should be freed. I think it is extreme. I think it is a bit just out of, out of, out of, out of context. It's, it's just, it's extreme. So I'll lay that flat, but two things can be true. And so at the same time, as someone that loves to travel, travels often, has traveled for work, et cetera, et cetera, and her being an international superstar, the same, there is, there is, you know, value, especially like in these countries where you, like, there's just certain countries I wouldn't play with. And I was saying to you, when I lived in Asia, I used to go to Singapore on a quarterly basis. And Singapore, of all the places, and I've been to over 76 countries, of all the places I've ever visited, to me, they had some of the strictest rules, like you can't chew gum, you get fined for chewing gum, having any quantity of anything that's considered possession of, of drugs is execution. Wow. So not even jail time, it's execution. And I hope I'm not misquoting, but I know I know that was the case when I was there. Um, you can still be stoned. It's still illegal to be homosexual. Um, you know, all these things. And there's a level of importance that I think needs to be considered when we are, especially as Black women, knowing that already we're at a disadvantage, unfortunately, but truthfully. And then, you know, looking at her as a publicly queer woman as well. So there's another lens. You've gone into this country where that's also kind of, you know, under under scrutiny, under a microscope. So she has two things essentially against against her. Three if you add her being a woman. And it's just it's just sad to me that it had to end this way. But at the same time I'm like, oh like I just wish, you know, I'm sure she's gonna probably think about it for the rest of her life and just say to herself, you know, I just wish I I just chucked it and you know she's apologized to the courts it it was prescribed from what I've read I don't know you know if that's accurate but from what I've read it was prescribed by um given the small quantity it was prescribed to her um by like a medical center or a clinic or something like that so it's just you can tell there was no ill intent there but at the same time you know these countries have their laws they have their rules and I think, especially in the case of Russia, with like you said, their relationships with the rest of the world right now, they're going to make an example out of people. Yeah, That's unfortunate, but true. It's sad because I'm like, man, we've all made mistakes like that. Where you're like, hindsight's twenty twenty. I mean, as an example, I even think about my mortgage. I was very bullish about my mortgage. I'm like, what are the odds of the Bank of England raising its rates? And it's consistently been doing that since February. Now that by no means am I trying to make a comparison, but the point is you overlook things, right? And it was clear based on the quantity, like it literally was remnants, right? It's literally not yeah. in line with the punishment that she received. There's no Absolutely not. trafficking because like, what are you trafficking when it's 0.01 grams, right? Um, but look, you know, I know that President Biden and Vice President Harris are working a lot. They've been very vocal of the disappointment that they're going to continue to push. But the reality- Do you think they'll be successful? Like, because I, I'm just like, hmm. 
I don't know. Like, I think I think the stakes are high, right? Because you know, upcoming elections or midterm elections are coming mm-hmm. up. And there's, look, I haven't lived in America since 2008, so I'm just going off of secondhand information, talking to friends and family. But I think there's a lot of people who are discontent with the current administration, and I think, you know, what's helped Biden's election last time was black women. So. I think it's yeah. a rock and a hard place because obviously what is at stake and what Russia wants in exchange, it's a really hard thing. So I personally don't think it's going to happen overnight. My heart goes mm-hmm. out to Brittany and her wife, family, friends, mm-hmm. fans, because unfortunately I think it's going to take some time because it's, it's a really hard decision because on one hand, you know that it's a political pun and I'm not trying to get into politics, but just mm-hmm. optically, that's what it looks like. But at the same time, like you also have to have a firm position because you don't want to set precedence, right? Yeah. So I yeah. don't know. I know that the stakes are high and I know that there's an expectation back home, but equally there are other people who are saying, well, Sorry, there's multiple people who've made mistakes like that. And unfortunately, based on the decisions that were taken, that's the sentence that they were handed. But it was hard because on one hand we had that. And then, you know, Breonna Taylor, I'm, I'm sure you saw about- Yeah, you know how passionate I've been about her. Yeah, yeah. and you know what's crazy? That like with the whole Breonna Taylor and these four current and former officers finally getting charged, mm-hmm. don't yet know what the outcome is. But it's crazy to me that Breonna Taylor died on the 13th of March, 2020. So more than two years, right? To get charged. Yeah. And if there was no pressure, it would not have happened. And I think Ahmaud Arbery's unfortunate murder happening to a month before that, because it was February, 2020, then George Floyd happening May 2020. Like, imagine if it, there wasn't so much pressure, nothing would have happened. And that's why I kind of circle back to like, you know, black women. It's it's you know, it's hard out here. It's hard. And I know we we open up our podcast to openly talk about all women and the concerns of all women and women of color and all of that. But in every aspect, you know, even us being in corporate it's nothing comparable to some of what we're seeing, but we see it in every single stream. Like there's always something that we kind of have to have our backup for and be prepared for, you know what I'm saying? Like it goes back to the, we're not super women. We're trying so hard to be perfect and to get everything right. And, you know, I'm just looking at the case of Brittany Griner and I'm like, think about the amount of young girls that she's been a role model for. Yeah, Girls in general black girls she's like six foot nine so really tall black girls really tall girls queer women queer little girls like you know people who would have looked up to her and now she's become this like public display of of, you know being vilified and shamed right it's just really 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 unfortunate and I was actually looking at a meme which is interesting the memes that I wish people had and that's energy the same energy they had for you know hashtag free Britney as in Britney Spears that they do for Britney Griner. Mm. And people were worried about Britney Spears and is she, you know, okay, as they should, you know, she's a lot of people's, you know, musical icon, cool. 
there was so much energy, like hashtags galore and people singing her songs and doing all kinds of stuff. And honestly, I don't know if I've seen anyone, at least on my social media outside of the Black community, say anything about Brittany Griner. Um, I haven't. I mean, I haven't seen anything. And I know with Brittany, you know, her 13 year conservatorship, it was only maybe the past few years that's gotten that attention. But um, it's crazy because I just finished reading this book by Resma Manikim called My Grandmother's Hands. Um, and yes, I saw you posted it on your stories. Yeah, so it's racialized trauma and the pathway to mending our hearts and bodies. And one term that he brought up, right? We always talk about post-traumatic stress disorder, but he was mm-hmm. talking about pervasive traumatic stress disorder. Ooh. And I do believe in that. I feel like with all the things that happen in our community, we're always talking about the past, but history continues to repeat itself, right? So you know, we get one victory where, okay, finally Breonna Taylor's you know, uh, killers have finally been charged. But in the same token, we see Brittany, unfortunately, you know, and a rapper who from Louisiana named Boosie basically was like, if this was Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift would be free. I don't know, but you know, I think that's the unfortunate thing is to your point about Britney Spears, like the fact that she had a movement to end her 13 year conservatorship. Um, I don't know. All I do know is a 31 year old basketball player who had 0.01 grams was sentenced nine years when on average the sentence is five years. So it's hard to yeah. say that it, it wasn't heavy, heavy handed in that if someone else who looked differently from her would have a shorter sentence. And so, you know, I, I struggle sometimes because I'm, I'm always trying to be positive. I'm always trying to, you know, look on the glass, glass half full. But then current events in the news constantly remind me that we have a long way until our best and brightest days are ahead of us. So like, what do you do to stay, you know, sane in a world where madness is just all over the place? So it's interesting you mentioned that because um, have you heard of the series Atlanta, the television show? Yeah, I haven't watched Childish Gambino. Yeah, Danny Glover slash Childish um, Gambino. So the third season has come out, and we've been watching it. So um, we've gone up to episode six, and it's ten episodes. And every single episode relates to race, but the way in which Danny Glover tells these stories. So it's not a continue, there's continuity throughout because they're on tour. So, you know, you hear them refer to the same people and that kind of stuff. But for me, the show has been so thought provoking, but also it's not like, it's not comedy. So it's not taking light of things, but there are things that you will laugh about. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example, which is a bit of a, of a, of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, What's that word? where you like preview something. Anyway, I'm gonna ruin it basically. <laughs> the word will come to me. But in one of the episodes, uh, one of the characters, Darius, who's played by Lakeith Stanfell, he comes up to a woman, like he comes up behind a woman. Uh, at first you can't tell you know, what she is. Is she Asian, is she white? But you know, she's not black, but he, you know, he said, excuse me, but he was asking her to like pass him. He was like at a party or something. He was asking her to pass him a napkin or something I can't remember. So she springs around and she goes, no, 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 no. Like, 
I'm taken, I'm, I'm engaged. And she like flashes her ring and he goes, oh, cool. Like, congrats. <laughs> and she, and she says, oh, I'm like embarrassed. And they start laughing. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry because I'm so used to like black men hitting on me is what she said. And then she identified, then she self-identifies as Asian and says, you know, it became like a thing where because I'm Asian, like black guys are into me. But you could tell he wasn't like grossly offended by it. He was kind of, and she wasn't rude per se. It was a misguided conversation, but she could have been any race to be honest. And it would have still, even if she was black, I think she could have spun around and still been like, if she's a woman that's quite beautiful and used to being flattered and stuff. That wasn't the point though. So he just blows it off like, oh, okay, cool. Like, congrats, you know, and they start laughing and I don't remember what they started talking about. This white guy, this young white guy comes up. She walks off now and she's like, okay, take care. I'll see you later. This white guy approaches and was like, I heard what she said to you. She's such a racist. I'm here for you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what? Like, (laughs) it was nothing. Like that was literally like, and what what that did was it was a play on how heightened awareness has been since mm-hmm. the resurgence of the Black Lives Matters movement. But it's it's comical in that it's so misguided the yeah. way to do it. Like that was not an instance yeah. in which he needed to be defended or protected. Yeah. What he needed to be, you know, when he's out there literally being assaulted by people or being yeah. called the N-word. Yeah, that's when you step in. So long story short, for me, it's been really reading things or um, watching things that speak to some of these issues, but in a way that's very deep, but still lighthearted. And so I recommend it, the series, this especially this third, se- this third season to anyone that's listening, because we've just been cackling as we watch it, but at the same time, we'll finish some episodes and be like, damn, that was deep. Like, mm. that. So that's kind of how I've been, I've been coping because look, it's ongoing. I'll, I'll give you another example. One of the episodes, a character says, we predict racism will be over by 2024. And we both we just burst out laughing because it was a presentation to a board. And the entire board was like, yay, yes, absolutely. And all you can do is laugh because yeah. what? You know, what? But a lot of these corporations really think that that's, you know, gonna happen because it's something that can just be fixed in two years, even though it's 600 years old. So that for me has been big and then of course like the spending time with family and trying to like yeah. pour into myself and have a new baby and all that kind of stuff but what do you do I know you read a lot I do read a lot I think for me it's just reading now that Chloe's older I can get back into reading and like my mm-hmm. childhood best friend and I started just to read together um she knows I love that. Read, so she was like hey so we actually had our book club meeting earlier today um to talk about my grandmother's hands but like like you, I mean, I think self-care, I think meditation, I think trying mm-hmm. to be the best me and also just recognizing that I can't change a lot of things, but all I can do is make sure that I change me, right? Yeah, and we all in control of ourselves. That's it. And I think for me is I just want to instill well-being with Chloe. So I just love the fact that I always take her outside. Like while the weather is amazing, which is scaringly amazing because we haven't had rain in London in like months. Um, I go for walks or runs because I just feel like being closer to nature, getting that vitamin D. A lot of these things is again about well-being and also just addressing my pain, my trauma, Mm. various things that's happened, um, which is what the book really talks about is 
dealing with your own trauma because we can't deal with change until we address our own trauma. Mm -hmm. And that's that's from a black life, that's from a white life, that's from a police life. And it also goes into the history about like the Vikings and, you know, Mm -hmm. that period where it was just like a bloodshed and then how Mm -hmm. race was constructed, how police officers were officers, that profession, how it came into existence. Mm -hmm. The whole point was to chase runaway slaves. So, you know, that's Mm -hmm. what the police profession was back then. And now the truth is that culture hasn't really eroded. And the thing is you can focus on strategy, but you gotta focus on culture and culture is based on people and change behavior. And so I guess it's my long way of saying is that all I can do is work on being a better me, make sure I have friends who are also trying to be a better them and hope that our Mm. actions are contagious. Um, But do I think it's gonna happen in the near future, this grandiose change? Absolutely not. I think it's something that's just gonna- Not 2024, for sure. Not 2024. Um, Mm. You can throw all the money in the world, but change only comes from change behavior, right? And until there's real accountability, I don't see it happening tomorrow, but all I can do is take care of our well-being. Cause I, I just think culturally we have been conditioned to stomach so much. Whereas I'm trying to normalize when I need a timeout. I'm trying to normalize when I need a wellness day. And you and I have talked about it as being mothers. It's not easy. Yeah. I'm trying to normalize. We hold each other accountable. We need to continue to hold each other accountable. And, and to our listeners, we we want you to hold us accountable. We want to hold you all accountable. Like Send us tips, send us ideas, let us know what you all do as well. If you want to hear more topics and more things from us, if you find this therapeutic in any way, like we get feedback that it sounds like you're just eavesdropping on two friends having a conversation, which really is what it is. Um, you know, share that with us. Let us know how how you all are doing as well. And we're happy to like create a platform to speak about that too. So I hear my baby crying. It's, it's her, it's her bath time. And she done spat up more times today than I can count. So, will you take care in the spirit of us in, in the spirit of us yeah little haven rose so like in the spirit of us always making sure we put um you know our loved our loved ones first and the things we're passionate about first i'm gonna go tend to her but it has been so good to catch up august will continue to be an incredible month i can't believe it's september already it's about to be new year's practically um but we're just going to continue to come to you with with what's on our mind and thank you for your support you know we know We've, we've not been as, you know, on the ball with recording, but doing the best we can, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Life happens, you know, give us grace. I had plans to have this grandiose 40th and the truth is it just hasn't happened with work and putting Chloe first for her birthday party, which was epic. Um, yes, Hayden but- <laughs> loved it. <laughs> but that's life, right? And I think that's the beauty of us. We're just trying to be honest and transparent and vulnerable and letting you know, you know, we're just trying to conquer this thing called life just like anyone else. So remember that everyone's race is different, but we want you to stay the course, keep running your race and you will rise to the top. Till next time. Talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye.